G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Tell you what, when it comes to the Winter Olympics, I love the snowboard cross, uh, JJ. I don't know if you've caught any of that. Unbelievable viewing is the snowboard cross. And the Winter Olympics just starting to catch on in my household. Warming up. Uh, indeed. And um, the snow's warming. The snow is warming in, uh, <laughs> but I think it's been warm. That's been part of the issues, mm. uh, part of the issue in Beijing. But great to have uh, this lady on the line shortly. Jackie Cooper needs really no introduction. A story career it was: five world titles, forty World Cup medals, twenty-four World Cup wins, three major World Championship medals as well. A best of the Olympics, fifth in Vancouver, where she beat the odds, uh, reaching that final after suffering a, a nasty injury, major hip injury, seven months out from that. At the moment, though, she's providing expert commentary for Channel 7. There are aerials as well as some snowboarding as well. And she's also got to put up with the two Andes. Our men, Mar and Gaze, on the summer chill, if you don't mind. She's going above and beyond on the summer chill with the two Andes. But she's been very nice to join us on the line this morning. Jackie, welcome to SEN. Thanks for your time. Good morning, everyone. Uh, You've overcome some setbacks in your time, but working on the summer chill with Mar and Gaze, I mean, that's that's a pretty big hurdle. How's that all going? Oh, you know, they're a pain in the backside, those guys. I'm telling you, though, I'm hoping that at the end of all of this, more than anything, that they'll get a bit of a winter Olympic education. Well, indeed. Indeed. Uh, we, we, we all like getting that every four years, though, it must be said. I was just talking about the snowboard cross moments ago and how chaotic that is, uh, Jackie. But I, I wanted to talk to you about the triple Olympian Belle Brockoff off the top. I mean, this was incredible. She got fourth in the end in the in the snowboard uh, cross. An unbelievable comeback in, in one of the qualifying rounds to, to even make the final. And, uh, gee, she poured her heart out on Channel 7 afterwards as well. Oh, that was tough to watch. I I know Belle. I've known her for a very long time. She's a mouthful of girl. So I um I really felt for her and I actually burst into tears for her. If you take yourselves back four years to the last Olympic Games, she was heavily injured. She broke her wrist. She had, you know, just an awful Olympic Games. Then she blew her knee out, recovered from surgery. In between all of that, she's got herself back to the best in the world. She's current world champion in the mixed teams with Jared Hughes and you know she struggled through that round and that's Belle like she's she I call her um, Belle brave Brockhoff she's just so brave a lot of people just would have started to just forget about that Olympic campaign and blamed it on a lot of other things but she clawed her way back and then you would have seen it there was one of the the um, heats coming through into the finals I think it was the quarters where she missed a girl I reckon would have been about five centimeters yeah and it so could have been not only like out for her going into the medal round, but could have been really dangerous. So she's such a skilled snowboarder. But I just know, look, I've been there. I know what it's like. The fourth place is the chocolate medal. And, you know, three out of four get a medal in that round for her to finish that person. Oh, it's heartbreaking. But she's so honest. And she's so good. You hear her comments at the end when she said, look, I'm going to go cry like a bitch now and then I'm going to go sort my shit out. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And she did say, though, all I can say is, oh, well, rather than what if. Um, so to go from 18th to the final, um, yeah, that's a roller coaster of emotions, isn't it, as you say? Yeah, it is. But she does need to get her S organised mm. because hopefully she will be selected to go into that team event with, whoever is the top snowboarder who who will get chosen. I didn't realise. I just assumed that it would be Jared and Belle, but they do need to 
wait for qualification or selection from the team based on the best riding results. I'll get put in that mixed team result. So potentially, and hopefully she has that next event to go in, where, I mean, she's an absolute weapon. And as you know, anything can happen. And she does have the goods and she has the credibility. Um, she's got the skill. She can be a real medal chance in that mixed event. So I'm, I'm hopeful that she can turn it around and that she gets to have another go. Jackie, we'll get on to your, the sport. You dominated in a moment, but Scotty James has uh, yes. made it into the snowboard half-pipe final. That's a, a fantastic achievement. But what chance? Well, you've got to rate him. You've got to rate him, don't you? Look at him. He, where others faltered and struggled, he came out and he just like was so cruisy. And we haven't even seen his whole bag of tricks yet. That's what I'm really excited mm. about. So if the if the young gun from Japan pulls out the triple, I think he can match him. It really will depend on like who's done enough of them, what type of pressure they're feeling. Obviously, you've got to throw in some weather conditions over there as well. I mean, it's a dangerous sport, and it's so technical and so skilled and so acrobatic. They're linking five skills. And you've only got two edges to land, manoeuvre and keep your speed going through the pipe. Aerial skiing, you just have to organise yourself for one massive skill and land. They're linking five and to keep enough speed to be able to do it all. So there's a lot going on and that means that there's more chance for a lot to happen and go wrong as well. But I really, really think that he's, um, he's doing really well. I was really excited for Valentino last night as well. I mean, 15... 16 years old, he'd be there just to have the best time. And, you know, you even have an even better time when you get great results. So for him to sit in fifth place, I think that's just awesome. Now, you said in your uh, sport, aerial skiing, you've only got to get one skill down, Pat. Now, I think you're underselling the sport a little bit because uh, Sam and I wouldn't be able to get the job done. But you're in, you've moved away from uh, being a world champion. You're doing a bit of recruiting because you recruited Laura Peel and Danielle Scott into the sport. Is that something you're really passionate about, finding skilled athletes and, and introducing them to aerial skiing? I actually recruited those girls while I was still competing. So I was, it was around 2008 and I had an elbow injury which kept me away from the jump site back then and I was, I think I was world champion at the time. I jumped with a busted elbow all year and I started looking for the next me. <laughs> I know it sounds a bit crazy, but Jeff Lipshutt, the head of the Olympic team over there at the moment, the Chef de Mission, he's found just about everyone in winter sport. Mm. Alisa Campbell and Kirsty Marshall and myself re- created a recruitment program with Gymnastics Australia, which had the net and pulled in Lydia Lassala. He's fantastic. So I got on the road one day for him and went around and met a few people. I met Danielle at a, a made her meet with me in a Qantas club in Sydney because I had a busy schedule and I thought she was fantastic. I spoke to her coaches about her work ethic and her drive and how she worked with others and her perfection and all of that. And then I spoke to Laura and Laura and she just was the package for me because she was a skier. Danielle had done some skiing as well, but Laura's family spent a lot of time. You know, they live in Canberra. They were always at the snow. So she's a fantastic skier. She was the same height as me, same build. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this girl could almost be my stunt double. This is when I was, you know, still competing and I was starting to fall to pieces. I thought we could chuck her in there and she looked sort of similar with the dark hair. And she's been fantastic. So that recruitment happened a while ago. And now they've been to three Olympics, those girls. And I'm really excited about not just Laura, but for Danielle. She's mm. doing triples. She's a 
multiple medalists at a world championship, which is hard to do. She's won, won a bunch of World Cups, but Laura, she's two-time world champion, World Cup champion. She's probably got a spot already waiting for an Olympic medal, which I hope she can get, and I actually hope both of them can get. And yeah, is this the hardest time, do you reckon, Jackie, for them? You, as you say, they've got experience. Laura carried the flag, and it feels like ages ago for, for her that when she did that. And yet it doesn't start until this coming Sunday and, and builds up from there. So, I mean, we're all waiting to watch them. Is this the hardest part for them, just, just the wait? Yeah, it, it is. You've got to make sure that you don't spend too much time with yourself, with your mind. Mm. And that's one thing Jakara Anthony talked about is that while she sat on that chairlift for her final run to go up there, her mind started to wander, but she was disciplined enough to bring it back, which was, you know, for such a young person and only a second Olympic Games and having to be in that pressure position, that's just something I think a lot of people would like to tap in more into. The girls, they've been jumping. They haven't just been sitting around the village. Training started a couple of days ago. So I think it would have felt like a really long wait until you get to your training because once you start training, the day is full. You have to do warm-up, warm-down. You've got the gym. You see the physio. There's certainly some sports psychology that you need to work on. So you spend about eight hours a day, eight to ten hours a day, just because you're doing a training session to get yourself right beforehand and to get yourself right afterwards and ready for the next day. So, And then the days go quickly. So I would imagine that these next few days go pretty fast and they'll almost want them to feel like they slowed down. Jackie, before we let you go, can I ask just how your body is in retirement, if you don't mind? Such bravery required for your sport. And when it goes wrong, it obviously goes wrong. I mean, you've had knees, you've had broken legs, you've had broken backs, you've had elbows, shoulders, hip reconstructions. How do you feel in re- retirement? How's the, how's the body holding up? Oh, well, when I sit in a car for a little while, and not even that long, maybe half an hour, when I get out, I almost have to like unfold myself slowly and straighten up before I can start walking. Yeah. So it's very stiff. I'm having a hip replacement in April. Uh, hello, John O'Donnell. It's kind of <laughs> crazy that my surgeon and I have each other's phone numbers and we text. So I've got a <laughs> You're good for his business. You're good for, <laughs> you're good for business, Jackie. <laughs> Well, I told him because he's done six hip operations on me already. I'm like, you better bloody not retire before you do my replacement. You owe that to me. So I want the same handiwork done right through to get me right. So I do have a hip replacement, which is something I'm really worried about. I've had reconstructions and different types of arthroscopes to fix some things and some tightening. But a hip replacement, and I'm not even 50, it's a bit scary. Mm. Um, I'm also getting a knee replacement later this year so two replacements in the one year it's pretty heavy and um that's just what happens with with impact sport i think if you spoke to even footballers any major impact sport and that is an impact sport aerial skiing a lot of extreme sports you get to nearly 50 and and you do feel slow and stiff but hey i was such a healthy athlete you know no smoking drinking all those things i've still got a whole lot of my body that works better than most just because I took care of it so well. Great to have you on the line, Jackie. Great to have your insights and your expertise as well. We appreciate it. We wish, obviously, Laura, Danielle and, and Scotty and all the other Aussies still yet to compete in Beijing the, the best of luck. And um, as we do with you for all your analysis, thanks very much. Go watch it on Channel 7. It's fantastic viewing. Good on you, Jackie Cooper. Channel <laughs> 7's Jackie Cooper, uh, world champion, multiple world champion, joining us on the line.